1: We all take on different roles every day. One minute you're a parent, the next a chef or a driver.
2: Hello and welcome to the 5-Year Plan podcast, uh, second winter break interview special as we uh, wait for Palace to come back and play Premier League football while the World Cup is going on. This week's uh, guest, the one and only Ben Daly-Smith, aka Doc Brown. We're going to get into it very soon, but also here with me and was here during the interview, the one and only Jack Pierce. Jack, how are you doing?
3: Thanks, mate. Yeah, good. Um, trying to get into the World Cup, some shocking games. Um mm. But, spoiler alert, we did just record that during perhaps one of the better games of the tournament, so definitely not gutted to have missed that. But anyway, that's... We won't say story. which one, we don't want we to... say which one, no spoiler. <laughs> no, no spoiler, no, but no. yeah. What? I did, I, I would have preferred if we'd recorded that during Tunisia versus Denmark. But, but don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. Yeah, it's
2: it's, fine, good. it's, it's, good. Fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We'll watch your highlights back later. <laughs> um, this is a great interview, wasn't it, with, uh, with I mean, one of... It's really hard when people come on this talented because they want to sort of blow smoke up their so eyes. One of the most talented performers probably the UK has ever produced, but also a huge Palace fan as well and a really nice guy as well. It has been on the pod before as a guest, but this is the first time we've really sat down with him and asked him about
3: his Palace journey, his favourite moments, and he didn't disappoint. Not at all. And he, he's a celebrity who knows his own football club, whereas sometimes yeah. you'll listen to somebody and it'll be like, do you actually watch football? But this was this was just proper pub football chat. This was great. Really enjoyed it. Top man indeed. We should say now.
2: I have ticked the little box uploading this that says explicit content. There's a, there's a fair amount of uh, naughty words in here. So if you are listening in the car with younger people, maybe skip this episode and listen to another one. I have had to bleep a few words as well to, to particularly strong. As you say, Jack,
3: that is pub football chat sometimes is it certain pubs yes yeah the the ungentrified pubs of south london uh yeah yeah, yeah. no it's a really good really good chat but yes maybe maybe not for the car journey with the family yeah indeed i should say as well
2: um thank you to everyone for their patron questions um we actually in the end didn't really need to get to them jack in the end did we? because they basically formed a lot of our questions what you asked ben and we sort of covered most of the topics anyway
3: yeah Really helpful and kind of guided us through how we were going to talk it through with Ben. So, hopefully, listeners will hear the themes of their questions in the interview. Can I just read out two really quickly from Christian Baker? He just says, These interviews are a great
2: idea. Thank you, Christian. So, that's nice. And then Joshua Bailey says, My favorite celebrity Palace fan for Ben. Not me. <laughs> or me. <laughs> um right oh i need to as as well so i should have done this right at the top of the podcast uh we have a sponsor this week and uh this this is the perfect sponsor actually because we've got a, a huge palace fan as our guest and these sponsors are themselves huge palace fans it's the one and only eternity home finance of course it is um and if anyone doesn't know who they are, Eternity Home Finance, they're Croydon based, palace supporting, family run mortgage and protection advisors. And for a free consultation on anything to mortgages, property portfolios, or help with mitigating its rising interest rates, email info at eternityhomefinance.com and quote the code FYP. And I know they're very excited to be associated with this episode with the one and only Dot Brown. Should we get into it? Let's do it. This is Ben Bailey Smith, AKA Dot Brown, uh, on the FYP podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the 5-Year Plan podcast sponsored by Eternity Home Finance. Uh, for a free consultation on anything to do with mortgages and property portfolios, or help with mitigating against rising interest rates, email info at eternityhomefinance.com and quote the code FYP. We love Eternity Home Finance. We also love this week's special guest in our winter series. He's a comedian, an actor, a rapper, a writer, but most importantly, is a massive Palace fan. Lovely to have back on, Ben Bailey-Smith, aka Dot Brown. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good.
4: I'm good. It's lovely to be back. I can't even remember the last time I was on. I I was trying to remember the first time I was on.
2: Um, A long time ago.
4: Yeah, I'd imagine it would have been early in my days of show business even, you know? <laughs> like,
2: was, I think, yeah. Oh, 08, like 09. Well, I think you know it mean? was about 2010 because I my memory is that Andy and I were living in Brixton. We weren't in the
4: Premier League though, were we? Oh, no.
2: No? No, 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 no. We were still pretty
4: terrible. And the uh, pod was like, you couldn't even hear it. Like you guys are like sat in a pub. Oh yeah. we did were shouting. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, yeah. It's the worst audio experience. I think yeah. out there available as a podcast.
2: Funnily enough. That's what a lot of the iTunes reviews said at the time as well. So yeah. uh, thanks no, very much. No sponsors in those days. Funnily. No enough. sponsors. No. <laughs> what's surprised We've come a long way. Much like Palace. <laughs> yeah. We've come a long way. Um, Let's talk about your Palace journey, because when you've been on before in the past, we have chatted about Palace and and, and the games and stuff. But we never actually chatted about you and your journey as a Palace fan. So let's just ask the question that all fans love to hear from celebs when they support their club. Hmm. How did you become an eagle? Well, it's,
4: it's normally the question, isn't it, that you ask a celebrity and then they tell you the answer. And the more detail they give you, the more you think. I don't even know if you really support this team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the politicians and royals especially. But um, yeah, for me, it was—it's just really straightforward. It was just an in- inheritance thing, really. Um, both my parents are Southeast London. My mum was was never into football, but my dad was, um, and he was a Palace fan. And that's about as interesting as it gets, really. <laughs> like he he had. Um, a son from a previous marriage, so my half brother is also Palace. Um, so I just had Palace family basically, and I never felt an affinity in particular with any team, even though I grew up in um, in West London. So my local team was QPR, but that was the first game I went to uh, QPR Liverpool at Loftus Road in 88 but even after that experience I didn't feel an affinity with them so it was actually when I went to Palace for the first time couple of seasons later um that I really fe- I felt welcome I felt at home also at Loftus Road like the racism was horrific it was really bad really? in the late 80s and actually the last time I went there it was bad which was I think weeks ago. the season we got promoted I think it was 2013 really? yeah yeah, Bloody and there's hell. some Palace fans complained about it uh, during the game, which I thought kudos because that's what I should have done, but I didn't have
2: the balls. Wow, that's 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 yeah,
4: shocking, right? Um, 10 from years a West, ago. West London club, yeah, yeah, ten years ago. So, um, yeah, I never felt at home there, and at Palace, I, I sort of felt at home sh- straight away, and then um, I think uh, probably the big change was. Um, the FA Cup final that, that year, 1990, because I didn't call myself a Palace fan by any stretch. Um, anyone who remembers me from school will remember that. But a couple of people knew my af- affiliation. Well, you're keeping it secret, Of course, yeah. Because in those days, there wasn't... A, I don't think there was a bigger cur- currency when you're like 10, 10 years old as a, as a kid. You don't have any money, you know, you don't have any power... You know it's it's pre it's pre uh, pre-sex, it's pre- all the things that sort of you know adults um, use as currency. but f- like bragging rights for football was massive. do you remember, do you remember like yeah. if your team lost yeah. the next day if there was the, a fan in your class or in your school who was a fan of the op- the opposing team, you'd get it in the neck like either all day or maybe even all week. So obviously that season we'd lost nine nil, famously, uh Liverpool.
3: And, and loads yeah. of Liverpool in your class, Ben, as well. Obviously. Of
4: course, because if you grew up in the 80s... Yeah, they yeah. were the one. It's, it's like, sometimes you see... Um, you meet, like, a, a black guy from London in his, like, mid-to-late 40s. <laughs> ardent Liverpool fan. You'd be like, why is you for Liverpool? And it's like, no, you have to know the times. Yeah. That guy would have been a teenager... You know, in the late '80s, when Liverpool were just the greatest team in the world, and so then the ne- few years down from there, there was still like all the rude boys supported Liverpool, and then when you went into the '90s, that switched to sort of Arsenal. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. So I didn't support either of those, and, um, but we all, yeah. all all three of us grew up in non-Palace supporting territories, really. Yeah, and I think it makes you
4: sort of a, a, a stronger, uh, you know, more more sort of, I guess. Um, you're more virulent in your opinions about the club when you do finally come out, so to speak, mm. um, because you're on your own mm. and you're an eagle in exile. But at first, for me, it was difficult because I was like outed by somebody who knew after the nine nil, and then I got like <laughs> oh. loads of grief. Mm. And then, like I say, I think I became prouder after the semi final and the final. And then, you know, we we were actually good then as well. So it was kind of it made it easier. 91, we finished so high up. I think it might have even been a London 1-2-3 in the, the, you know, the old first division. Arsenal, Chelsea and us. Hmm. Um, So, it was a bit easier to sort of like express myself as a Palace fan. And then, you know, we sort of went into the Doldrums. We weren't great in the 90s. We had that one little trip upstairs uh, and straight back down again. So... I was never really a rival of any of my friends, you know, who all support no Arsenal, Liverpool, Man yeah, you, yeah, yeah. no threat. So it sort of became this likeable kind of club, which is, it still <laughs> is like now, I reckon. And like, you go to the weekend,
3: everybody... Port Vale 1 1. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. And some things never change, you know, like I'd say it's been like over 15 years. And still, whenever I talk to anyone who doesn't support Palace, they'll just name, there's one player they can name. Oh, he got that Andy Johnson. He's, he's he some <laughs> yeah. goals, didn't he?
3: Yeah.
4: It's been it's been Wolf up until the the world came sort of has come to terms with how exciting we are on the, on the attack now. So now you get non-Palace fans who go, "Oh, it's exciting, isn't it?" Wilf,
2: Eze, yeah. Yeah.
4: Elise. Yeah, they can name those three. You know,
2: I had that last uh, night at the at the pub. At Pal- uh, uh, we got a was guy that was isn't really a football fan actually. He sort of follows a few different teams, but not one in particular. Which obviously was. Course a great debate, but he was saying, Are oh, you guys doing well at the moment? Aren't you exciting team? I'd remind him we lost to Nottingham Forest before the before yeah, the, debate, lost. the worst yeah. team of the league.
4: And, and have you noticed that that actually extends to experienced, knowledgeable, uh, mainstream pundits as well? Yeah, they always say the same thing like Palace having a great season, you know, they're really exciting, amazing to watch, and you think. We're really inconsistent, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you actually watch the games or like, even just check the stats.
2: Yeah. You know? so they used to say that about Stellar. So it used to be a spell go Fortress Stellars, tough. Oh, like yeah, to they, 10, we, like, we haven't mm, won there in a year, under <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So we're one of those teams that have a sort of mystique, I suppose. Um, and as much as I get annoyed that no one ever talks about us properly in the mainstream, I'm also kind of like... That's kind of a good thing. I don't. I I don't Mm. want people banging on about Eze and Elise and everybody so much that they their price suddenly goes up and we have to sell them. Um, And also, I like being a surprise package, and I think we still are to this. That we will still get a win when nobody expects us to get a win because they haven't prepared properly Mm. for us, and we're in the mood. And when we're in the mood, of course, Mm. famously we can we can beat anybody or or derail. uh, (laughs) <laughs> a, a, a championship uh, run for any any major club um so yeah i think th- there was a point where um you know my missus was pregnant with our first and my my dad was very sick and um he he died shortly after my first daughter was born and i didn't know if it was going to be a girl or a boy and in my o- own sort of sexist way i was like I was a bit guided. it was a girl because I wanted to keep that Palace tradition going and I just thought she's not going to care about football. I did actually bring her and my second daughter to Palace uh, a lot in the championship when they were little and they loved it, but they just haven't grown with it. That's, that's, that's the sh- sad thing. Like They're now big teenagers and they, they, don't, they don't care about um, Palace, which is a shame. Um,
3: they preferred us when we were terrible.
4: Yeah, and they were good luck, John. Also, funnily enough, they've never seen us lose. Wow. They
3: they are like those fans who yearn for the championship days. They're the fans yeah. that We'd rather they, get relegated. <laughs> rather yeah. get relegated. It's not as good as in the Premier
1: League yeah. anymore.
4: In the fact, like, I should have put this game on the list um because just because it's it's close to my heart. The first game I ever brought them to uh, was against Cardiff, and we were two 0 down at the break. Oh, and yeah. Wolf, Wolf turned it around almost single handedly and we won three two. Yeah. Um, and they've never seen us lose since. Um, it's
2: when things started to look good that season. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, almost yeah. that was game was almost the turning point, wasn't it? it I think. Was. Well, yeah. Week yeah. Before we played Sheffield Wednesday. Um so you see so your first game was QPR Liverpool, but by then you were Palace, so there was no temptation yes. then during that game.
4: Well, I wasn't I wasn't fully Palace. I just was not QPR. <laughs> and, and I I watched <laughs> that game being really excited by seeing the Liverpool Uh, team up close and at Loftus Road you used to be able to just walk around you know and if you were little no one cared and then you know the the front wall on on the sides of the pitch was like an arm's length from the touchline so I just remember like weaving my way down to um, the halfway line and a ball came out for a throw in and Steve Nickel came up to take it and then Barnes was like no 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 get back and he picked it up to take it, and I could have touched the ten on his back, and that was that was like I say, it wasn't. I wasn't in love with Palace by any means. I wasn't in love with QPR or Liverpool by any means. But that was definitely the day that I was like football.
3: Yeah, bloody
4: hell to yeah. Alex <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like obsessed. Like from from that day, I was just like, it's like magic. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can't believe this is real because I'd, I'd watched them. Um, was it the season before? Uh, eight, I know 87 was Tottenham Coventry wasn't it 86 I watched them on the telly against Everton and that was the first FA Cup that I really remember mm. as a very little kid and then the FA Cup final just became my favorite day of all days loved 87 88 was amazing even though it was a scrappy 1-0 because it was Wimbledon 89 was another Merseyside derby mm-hmm. and it was amazing 3-2 and then of course The day came that I never thought I would ever see, you know, the following season I'm getting more into Palace, we lose 9-0, then the epic semi-final against the greatest team in the world and we win and we go up against possibly the most famous team in the world in Man Mm. United and deliver what was one of the last truly classic FA Cup finals, Mm. you know? um FA Cup final went a bit shit after that in the 90s I'd say and into early 2000s yeah the next good one was probably West Ham Liverpool in like 2006 or something yeah six I mean. yeah yeah yeah
2: so to it's, me it's lost was, its shine in general really yeah it?
4: yeah to me that was the last like truly iconic FA Cup final um Palace Man United and uh, an anomaly in that it went to a replay but that you could call like the that game and the sort of three months on either side of it when I really was just like, This is there's no denying this is my team,
3: starting to live and breathe it. Yeah, uh, you mentioned school, Ben. Am I right in saying you went to school with a, a Palace player?
4: Yeah, I did. He was in some of my classes, he was in my year, Saji Burton. Saji, Burton. Um, he gave me oh, yeah. a shirt, uh, yeah. from. The season he broke into the first team, which I think is maybe 96. Um, So I got a shirt from that season with all the players' signatures on it that he he gave me. I've played with him a few times, like five-a-side and stuff, and he's a a lovely, lovely man. But, of course, um, just built differently to... Any of the rest of us, he was like a brick shit house. Like he was
3: it. a centre half, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. massive.
4: He's yeah. massive,
2: <laughs> big. So was he loads better than everyone at school. Football-wise, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was ridiculous.
4: Yeah, and you know we we'd all boast about going to trials and stuff like. That. Everyone would try and go to trials. You know, <laughs> that yeah. was that was it. Yeah. That was the thing. Like play in school, play Sunday league, and then try and get a trial somewhere. Yeah. For yeah. us in Cricklewood, it was normally Hendon. Like you could get trials at Hendon. And then the big one would be getting a trial at at, at Rangers, you know, at QPR. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Sachi's just doing it all for real. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Did he keep it quiet? Was he,
4: was he quite yeah, humble it wasn't, about he it? He didn't boast, didn't boast about it at all. I think the levels of sacrifice you have to take yeah. if you're really going to do it, that's the thing people don't really understand about footballers. They they're all like arrogant, dickheads. And of course, I'm sure some of them are, but the vast majority of them, haven't got time to do anything else, like to get to where they've got to be professional. They've had to sacrifice absolutely every minute of a normal life.
3: Can't expend the energy boasting about yeah, it. They've
4: got to focus to, on exactly, it. Exactly. To dedicate to being, if not the best, good enough to, to, yeah. to yeah. play football for a living. So yeah, unfortunate. That Saji didn't really get a proper run at Palace, but amazing to me that, I went to school with a Palace player because I'm sure that's a way more common story, you know, in Croydon or, or wherever, do you know what I mean?
2: It's really cool. Do you know what? He actually, so he played 23 times in the 89, sorry, 98, 99 season when all the kids... When he was played. at school with Ben. When he played 23 teams in the first, get that quiet, really quiet. Mental. Um, yeah, was so really, really crazy. And to think 98
4: was the year that I finished school, I think. Wow. Yeah. So he had been really young,
2: really young yeah. then.
4: No, let me think. Hold on. No, it can't be. That's when that must have been the year that I started uni. That's what it would be. We would, we must have been 19. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah, because we were in the same year. So, same. Year. So, he
3: might have been like the year or two above like Hayden Mullins and Clinton Morrison's year mm. group that got to the mm. Youth Cup final that,
2: that Yeah, lot. yeah very possibly. Yeah. Mm. Without sort of jumping ahead too much, that was a fun seat. I mean, I know that season was like obviously a teller of two seasons because we came down. Venables is in charge and Zombardo's yeah. still here, and Lyanson's still here. Well, we're, like, we're gonna get straight back up again. And there's rumors of like the money problems. And then second half of the season, there's like a completely different club, literally different twenty-five players. And but yeah. that second half of the season, to it was also a first season, nine of season ticket. I got one of those um, half season tickets around Christmas. Mm. That second half of the season was one of the most fun times to be a Palace fan. Cause it, yeah. I guess because it was backed against the wall.
4: Yeah. I, you know, sometimes you, know, you hear about it in, in the press, don't you hear about this, this, this siege mentality thing, but we really did have it then. And I think I did have a season ticket that season as well. Um, uh, it was, you know, it was a lot easier, we should say for a young audience to get, get one <laughs> yeah. of these things back then. I mean right up until when we got promoted I would still just sometimes just walk down there and, and, and get a ticket on the day you know what I mean if, if can you I,
3: imagine like, that It's That's quite mental doesn't isn't happen it? yeah you still could ben you still could do that
4: you oh could I walk, uh, no I I don't even need a <laughs> ticket now uh, there's there's a, there's a special door that I go through and it's got my name on it <laughs>
1: Ready to go the extra mile in a Volvo Mild Hybrid SUV this summer? No plug-in required. Whether you go to the mountains this summer, the ocean, or somewhere in between, Volvo Mild Hybrid technology adds to a more refined driving experience so you can summer safely. Contact your local retailer to learn more or visit volvocars.com.
2: So let go back to nine, 1990. So you're, so you're watching the semi-final and the final on TV and you're like, this is my club. And that's obviously solidifying. I can imagine that was so exciting. So when yeah. got your first game then after that was, was not long after, was it?
4: Yeah, it was not long after. Um, and it would have been the, you know, the equivalent of the premier league, the old first division. But I have to say, I just really struggled to remember who the hell we were playing.
2: <laughs> um, uh, it was remember anything I just, what happened, anything at, at the score, or anything. Or,
4: I remember, uh, we didn't lose, it was a draw. Um, so that was a good start. I remember being in awe of how many black players we had. Um, yeah, and being fearful of, uh, you know, them being shouted at, or like there being some kind of abuse, like like I experienced at Loftus Road, and there was none of that it felt like completely the opposite in fact it's, it's a celebratory feel of um you know all these big star i mean they were big stars like john solarco eric young mm-hmm. um andy gray you know obviously right and bright like they were big big characters mm-hmm. you know
2: yeah
4: um to the point where you know the, the 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 dream for a lot of black players in those days was to be so good that you could sort of transcend the negativity around the color of your skin and how you're perceived which is exactly what all of those players did over over a couple of years in 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 uh, the performances that they had uh, obviously Ian Wright and Mark Bright being two of the biggest in in terms of what they went on to do um so yeah I really sort of remember that feeling but I, I remember so little about the game itself I remember more about the um the Loftus Road game and 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 Perhaps that's because it was it just t- it took me took me a long time to sort of accept <laughs> who I was. I think it's just so strange. It took me a long time to do that. And I think um, you know, that season in the mid 90s where we were suddenly not on an even keel, but like talked about mm-hmm. it in you know, in school on the street, um that really that really brought it home in my memory. That it was like okay to support us.
2: <laughs> That's only really sort of happening again now, isn't it? Really? You think about the intervening 30 years yeah, that yeah. palace have been up and down. It's only yeah. now that people are being like, as you said earlier, oh yeah, Palace are good. Palace are exciting. Palace this, are acceptable. This is the most prestigious period of Palace's history. Yeah. yeah. And we, we
4: have to keep Great. reminding ourselves yeah. of that. It's it's mental. Like we've Ten been years. Yeah, yeah, we've been in the top flight for 10 years and yeah. and you know a couple of sort of little dalliances and mm-hmm. remember that season where we we had to beat Hull was it Hull yeah 4-0 nin- like or something yeah 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 um yeah, the season yeah yeah other than that I don't you know I've never felt like super panicked so I just I, I was just so happy to stay up to go up and stay up that first season but um, now, yeah, we have to keep pinching ourselves and reminding ourselves that this is the most glorious period yeah. Yeah. of Palace's history. And to utilize, to build on this is is key, I reckon. Like, in, I think we've already built the fan base a little bit. I reckon it's way easier now for a little kid who's yeah. from anywhere in London to go, actually, I'm going to choose Palace.
3: Yeah.
4: Whereas up until the, the last few years... If you're born in London, like no matter where you're born, if you're born like in, in SC25, it doesn't matter. You're going to, you, why would you not
3: go for Arsenal
4: or Chelsea yeah. or Spurs? You know, well,
3: Jim, you said about us being exiled. I was exiled after primary school. So my primary school was in oh, St. Yeah. Mark's in South Norwood. Yet there were only two of us in my year. And then Joe, frequent friend of the pod, um, was the year below. There were about three of us in the whole school. That was it. In Bang Albert Road in mm. South Norwood. That was yeah.
4: it. No, I don't people think on that's, on that's
3: Chelsea, Arsenal. Story. No. And But now nice. you'd hope that the playgrounds will be, you know, you'd hope Mufti Day is just full of Palace shirts now. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> yeah. people would come to me and be like, what's this? Like I was wearing some sort of rare garment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mufti Day. Mufti um, day <laughs> such a British word. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, I got I got called out by the teacher. When we had that all red year, our um, into Toto Cup season. Mm-hmm. I had that shirt with seven on the back, and the teacher said, "Oh, Jack's wearing his Liverpool shirt." It's outrageous. <laughs> just assume. You just assume. It's just terrible. Reported yeah. to Ofsted by my Evertonian father immediately. But yeah. <laughs> I think can we all agree
4: that a home kit should never be all one colour? Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. It's really wrong, isn't it? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't even like it when it's sort of like. Hints at strikes where it's just like a block of red and then two blocks of blue, or yeah, mm, it's it's just wrong. What's so
2: what's like what's your favorite palace kit then?
4: Oh man, I mean, I sorry, that's out. another point, that's another episode, isn't it? Actually, no, you came you came to my house on semi final day, didn't you, against Chelsea?
2: Yeah,
4: you saw some of my collection. I've got you know,
2: I saw Sag, the Saji shirt,
4: yeah, yeah, I've got I've got I've got a load of palace shirts, and Clinton Morrison just gave me this season's one, which I, I was never gonna buy because I hate that white trim. But now that I've got it in my hands, it's nice. It's not but now that Clinton's given it to you, I love it. Yeah,
3: on on, on this week's episode of Fantasy Football as well. So, That's you know, right, yeah. So very fresh. There. Very yeah, fresh. Yeah,
4: but it, uh, you know. no, I would say...
7: <laughs> oh, God,
4: it's di- difficult. In the Allardyce season, I thought the stripes were really, really perfect. And it had the little yellow trim, which I liked, but the collar was a bit nothingy. The collar was a bit like loose and didn't really do anything. Um, but it's still special to me because I've got one from that season with no uh, sponsor on it. And we we've, we've always have shit sponsors. How have you got that? I was at the launch of the kit. Um, ah. And they put me in one to go and show to the players. So the first time they saw it, it was on me. Wow. I went to a Sammy Lee training session. (laughs) Because Allardyce didn't fucking do anything. (laughs) He was (laughs) barely there, was he? (laughs) Well, he showed up like halfway through the session and he saw the cameras. He's like, what's going on? (laughs) And he came over and uh, he he, like pulled at the collar of my. I've got a photo of this. He like pulls at the collar of it. Like in the same way you'd pick up, if you had to pick up a dog shit with bare hands. (laughs) And he went, oh, that's cheap Chinese shit, that. (laughs) What a man of the world he is. It was was so, (laughs) like, aggressive the way he said it. And then he just walked off and I just thought, somehow, in just those few words, he sort of summed up everything. (laughs) I kind of... (laughs) Felt about him, just suspected about him. Just know?
3: keep us up, Sam, and then do one, mate. Meanwhile,
4: <laughs> the other Sam, Sammy Lee, is just on the, he's just like everything you'd expect from him as well. You know, he's just like <laughs> on his haunches, <laughs> clapping like furiously. On, <laughs> on, <let's> go on, go on, go um but yeah so I've got I've got one without the the sponsor and it's possibly possibly my favorite. I, lo- I love all my TDK ones just cuz uh, yeah it was a really TDK. cool sponsor to that have. It was a great sponsor.
2: What yeah. were the players like when you showed them cuz I I'm getting visions of when like Badil and Skinner sang three lines to the England players and they were <laughs> all like what the fuck is this? What were the players like? Yeah, I think the players the players were kind of quite into it just because
4: it didn't I I, I think they don't like things that are too experimental players. <laughs> Because if you look, you look at how much time a lot of them spend on their hair. I think their appearance is actually really important. because like that, they, they want to stand out on the pitch, and they want to look good. They want to look cool, and um, a shit shirt, obviously, <laughs> like really quite um, dampens that. Um, so I think they were pretty happy. I mean, the other thing that surprised me about that day was I, I don't know why it should surprise me, but just seeing Wilf talk French, you know, with, with yeah. the other French French lads, you know. Yeah. It really like impressed me <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? um and uh yeah i i i think that's that's up there um obviously the the, the 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 fly virgin shirt of of the cup final um season is is kind of iconic although i don't i don't own it um and i i loved the another one i don't own the the sort of quotes on evil sash third mm-hmm. kit mm-hmm. Which, without Gak. dot com, would be possibly one of the greatest football kits to ever grace the
2: Premier League. I, to be fair, yeah. at least they've got it that They're good. They've put it in the corner, so it doesn't yeah, overtake the goods. shirt, yeah. Or yeah, over the sash, which is uh, which is good. But um, one of the one of the one of the weirdest sponsors of all time, Gak. dot com. What
4: about that season a couple years ago where we had like? 17 different logos within the sponsor on the chest. There's like some Chinese thing there. There's an yeah. M that looked like a McDonald's.
3: Man, M. man, man, oh, man, man, bed, man, man, man. man oh, it was yeah.
4: <laughs> that was awful. That was, um, I don't think I've just... <laughs> ever seen a shirt ruined as promptly as that. I mean, that wasn't one of my favorite shirts anyway. I don't like white trims. I don't, if you're going to do a, a subtle trim on a palace shirt, I'd say yellow personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, like, I mean, the white trim on this new one is just f- phenomenally bad.
3: Manbet were the uh, sponsor that clearly no one had done due, gil- due, uh, due diligence on, because if when they were announced, you went on their website, it was not a family appropriate website. Was, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very quickly, yeah. That. Very quickly changed. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A bit of a bit of an embarrassing one for the club. I seem to remember. Have oh, I, I got did. that one right, Jim? Is that right? That I think a- I wouldn't know. I did not look at that one. <laughs> So I have no idea. But yeah, no, wow. I think it was something a bit, something a bit dodgy. No one had really, the, the launch wasn't really ready from their part. Yeah,
2: then, I mean, surely surely sorry, at this point,
3: on. you could ask the club for sponsorless shirts now for all of them. Well, I always think like that, Like, yeah. how much money is that bringing in in comparison to the TV money? Surely they could just do, you know, palace for life for half a season or something, but be nice. Wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I think that
4: the, was it the wanker 88 year? No. Um, the, uh, I think it was just I, mean, it was Man- I think it may, maybe Mansion because you know you yeah. can't have betting sponsors on the kids kit. Yes, yeah. Yes. I think it was that Mansion year, perhaps that the kids had Nordoff Robbins. With oh, the music charity, music yeah, yeah, clef, yeah, yeah. and it looked yeah. so much nicer. Yeah, I was like, can you have? Can we have these in adult size, please? But yeah, but no. You had
3: to prove you could play violin at grade eight, though. To get yeah, like
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the kicker. Um, um, no, actually, <laughs> the, the Wanker eighty eight kit. I really. Hated when I first saw it, and then i, I don't think I've ever had a, a 180 like this. Within a few weeks, I
2: loved it, and it's actually that's up there with one of my favorites—the the barbershop kit. Yeah, the barbershop. Sorry, the the diagonals. Yeah. What changed it for you then? What? what I, I, honestly,
4: I don't. I don't know. I I think a couple of friends bought it, and I sort of saw it up up close on, on a person, you know. And I thought, you know, I'm going to take a punt, and I really yeah. did. I took a punt, and I bought it. And I absolutely love it. I love it. Um, it's a real departure, obviously, to go diagonal, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though we do have like a tradition of a, of a sash. Um, it just looked really unusual. And, and again, without the sponsor, I think that kit was almost perfect.
2: I like that kit because it reminds me of Conor Gallagher. To me, that's the kind of... And Conor Gallagher, And I yeah. think we all just fell in love with him so much. So anything related to that becomes, by virtue of him being in it, good as well.
3: Well, thanks, um, for, not, thanks for not wearing the wig today as well. That was much appreciated. <laughs> 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 a, a, a,
4: a great loan spell is so special, isn't it? Oh, you yeah. Know?
3: Is he it's, your favourite, Ben? Is he your favourite Ever Palace loan sign? I can't think of a more effective
4: one who's a more effective one uh, well, for people me talk about Ashley Cole, Cole probably Cush. oh yeah
3: yeah no that's not great Technic- technically brilliant but Conor Gallagher
4: but to get uh, goals as well yeah goals
3: winning winning goals yeah yeah I against think he big opposition uh, Jim you put him in your all time Palace eleven draft mate He's I got to be your favourite you know, Can you? Did Can he a did. He in? You're speaking to a man who did.
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> doesn't also, feel, that doesn't feel right. We also, Jack, on that episode, none of us put um, Andy Johnson in. Yeah, well, thing, my brother's which... not talking to me still about that. <laughs> so, got... so. That's insane. <laughs> we got hammered for that, yeah. Yeah. That's insane because Andy yeah. Johnson,
4: it's easy to forget because he, you know, he wasn't performing perhaps at the, the, the biggest clubs for the longest time. But that season where we were up and down, what was it, over? Five. 405, yeah, 405, yeah. 405. He was the highest scoring Englishman <laughs>
3: English. in the Premier League. 23 <laughs> goals, I think. 23 <laughs> he, goals. He nearly kept a football club up by himself. By like, himself. In the, enough, summer, in the Sorry summer, they the said. Yeah,
4: exactly. I'd love to see the stats on anyone from anywhere, English or otherwise, who scored 23 goals for a club that got relegated.
3: Can you imagine him when they <laughs> said at the start of that season they went Andy we're going to help you out and Sandor Torgeli walked through the door that was <laughs> that was his help Ivan Caviedes ego Andy he's just like well it's on me then isn't it but what
0: yeah about... despite
3: that he didn't get in the draft I'm sorry Jack but he's no Mark Edworthy so he just doesn't get in the awesome. oh, Mark God, Edworthy so <laughs> Chef
2: Chefki Coochie <laughs> <laughs> we've had it. some
4: shocking players
2: I, who's I the worst th- okay who's the worst who's the worst player you've
4: seen I, I, know I
2: thought you, was I've genuinely awful diplomatic.
4: Uh, yeah, I've really thought he was like a joke. He didn't look, ever look fit. Um, that celebration that he did. I mean, obviously, we rarely saw it. Yeah, the rarely seen celebration, mental, wasn't it? He just sort of like yeah. dropped on his barrel chest and looked like a rib breaker every time. Yeah. The amount of weight he was carrying. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was pretty bad.
2: Um, trying to think of like some comically bad play. It's, it's funny Jack isn't it because this is our second interview Ben that we've done and uh, the last interview Kuki also came up because he? he was the teammate of our guest which was Aaron Wilbraham uh, who played with Kuki at Stockport uh, unsurprisingly he came up in a very positive light so yes. we've had did both he? ends of the spectrum now.
4: <laughs> well, it, would have
3: been a, it would have been a bit odd if his former teammate went and he was carrying a bit and he barely celebrated you know it would have been a bit odd yeah. I'm, I'm with Ben he did nothing for me Kucho yeah, he, yeah. he,
4: he he lives long in them I suppose Kurai was kind of a, a clown um, because of the, the trousers and whatnot but he he was also not a bad servant for the club I would say and he stayed Great. with us I always thought that, yeah, stuck, that around. Gave
2: points. He stuck around
3: I think I mean my worst is Amir Karic yeah that's mine that's that's I don't even Amir, remember who? left back on like, uh, Slovenian on loan from Ipswich Wow. And he was I, 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 did he get taken off after coming on as a sub or something? No, I can't remember. Time, got taken off a half time against Wimbledon once, I think. Atrocious. Yeah. But, but, and I hope he's not listening. In terms of permanent, because you know the asterisks with characters, he was alone loan signing. But Andy Dorman was oh, yeah. the bloke who I actually looked at and went. Nah, this 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 is this is a joke. This I, got, could, he, I, I thought he won. I thought he won the numbers on the pitch at Sellurst at half time. I, <laughs> I thought something like that had happened. Free transfer Andy from Saint Mirren and nothing wow. yeah, he very much was a free transfer from St. Mirren Yeah, George yeah. Burley. Not George Burley's fine. he bought some good servants to the club, George Burley, but um Owen Garvin being one, but those Andy were Dorman
4: some of my darkest one. times, I'd say as a Palace fan. I think George Burley is.
3: Wait, do you remember going? You also
4: first came
2: on the FIP podcast. So that
4: was that, it? Yeah, that marries up. Yeah, <laughs> that does marry up. Well, he's like. not
3: been back for so long. New there.
4: Year's Day going to Millwall. Oh, yeah. To the den and getting whooped 3 0.
3: The day Jason Puncher became a Palace legend,
4: getting burned yeah. the sack for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I just really remember leaving that game and just thinking, I, it's, it's getting harder and harder to support this team, you know? Yeah, yeah. It Just so dire. So, dire. I, st- I think it was, s- some of that, some of that period, it was so, so bad. that There's still, 10 years on, there's still like a little bit of stink just left, <laughs> left do you know what I mean? Every now and again, when we, like, Forest, when we just didn't have a
3: shot, you know? Is <laughs> that so the last, uh, oh, we, have it, the last we had a few weeks, <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks was, ago? Was, is a couple that a decade ago? I know oh, no, two weeks no, ago. A couple yeah, weeks ago, a- you know, and you just, <laughs>
4: every now and again, you get that little sort of, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. linger in the air. Like,
3: oh, do you remember this? Oh, yeah. god, that that. Yeah, there haven't it, been many moments when I've like doubted supporting Palace through thick and thin. But two days after that Millwall game, because you know bank holiday, so there was another game yeah. immediately. Was Preston on like the New Year's oh, Day god, equivalent yeah. fixture? Yeah, and it was. We all had tickets. We all I think people had bought them as Christmas presents, which was you know not particularly joyful. But we went and. Stephanie, it was a terrible game. Preston were bottom of the league. We were 22nd or 23rd. And Stefan Everson scored with like the only attempt on goal in the whole game. And I do think, unless Stefan Everson had scored that goal, it might have been a while since I went back after that because yeah. it was, so just it think, was dark time. And that's yeah. after the club had been saved. <laughs> we were, yeah. no, we'd had the, like, the one celebration. Yeah and like we're still relying on 83 year old Stephen everson to bang our head in the back stick yeah i mean obviously
4: we we we're in a a, a small and unenvied uh, group of, of of football fans um in the in the country who have experienced um the feeling of i might have to find a new club yeah true yeah you know i mean i i, I i'm glad I, ne- I never want that emotion again i mean that remember when we were like You know, just I remember I was a student. I gave like (laughs) ten pounds. to Crystal Palace Football Club, some some, you know fundraising thing. We've
3: Uh, had that threat multiple times as well. Twice, twice in a decade, twice in a decade.
4: And I was uh, there was a there was a there was definitely a couple of weeks where I was thinking, who who would I support? Back to Loftus Road, I go with the bigots. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe you just don't have to support anyone. Maybe you can just watch football. And not have a team. I don't know.
2: Do you think there would have been a, uh, a Phoenix club? An AFC Palace?
4: Yeah, I think there probably would have been. I wonder where they'd be
2: now. AFC Palace. Still,
3: Proper, a, Croydon, still, non-league. Yeah. still a Croydon Athletics track. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Dorman still turning out. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and a carriage and the third floor manager. <laughs> um, terrifying we go back terrifying parallel universe. <laughs> that is. We are in the good. We are in. The good timeline. We're living on yeah. the good timeline. Oh, right now, yeah. which, is, yeah. which The is, Palace metaverse. Definitely. Yeah. It's amazing. It's iteration. Fantastic. Um And it won't last forever. Like, you know, it won't. And people won't. will be asking. Like, my daughter's three. And by the time she gets into Palace, she might be asking me, like, Dad, tell me about the glory times of 2022. Yeah. F- football comes in
4: empires, bro. Like, yeah. imagine if you are uh, an Arsenal fan that was born in, like, 98. Yeah. So, you don't really remember the Invincible season. And then you start getting massively into them at like 10 years old, you know, in 2008. By now, like this period now must be the most exciting yeah. in uh, in your Arsenal history. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And no one would have thought that back in the day, 90s, you know, early 2000s. No
2: one would have ever foresaw that. But that's how it works. Man United, same deal. Because you grow up as a fan like that. You grow up on the tales and the stories of what's come before. Exactly. So, I my first game was the first of January '92. So, mm-hmm. right had gone by then. We were on the downhill. Obviously, yeah. we you know, went down a year a year later. I was brought up on the stories of semi-final 1990, the yeah. team of '91, right and right. I never got mm-hmm. to see it, and I yeah. spent my first ten years as a Palace fan watching us be terrible and go up and down, desperate <laughs> to be ten years older. Of course, and it's just the yeah, way yeah. it goes. It's just the luck yeah, yeah. of when you're born and when you absolutely. choose your team. And anyway, God bless the courage.
3: There are like Hartlepool United fans listening to this, being like, "You don't know you're born." Oh yeah, you absolutely. don't know you're born. Absolutely,
4: which is the way we view everybody above us. And yeah. that is this is yeah. all the nature of football. This I mean, football I know Man City fans who still like they'll watch City games with their you know hands in front of their eyes, thinking this is all going to go Pete yeah. yeah because that's what they grew up with. It's all they know
2: yeah yeah. Actually, I do, I actually think in a way as a, as a football fan you should you should have had that you should have that little bit of doubt Absolutely. at the back of your head and anxiety Absolutely. anyway if Absolutely. you're completely confident 100% of the time I don't I think something's gone wrong somewhere and that's why City fans are better than United fans <laughs> <laughs> they know the I jeopardy they know all. the jeopardy we'll <laughs> we always think that as Palace fans I think <laughs>
6: Bread aisle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture,
7: and killer nutrition. This isn't bread, this is bread amplified. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed insured by NCUA.
0: When it comes to business and meeting travel in Orlando, it's never business as usual. Sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold your meeting or the innovative industries that will make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best, Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. And when work wraps up for the day, the evening is just getting started. I'd love to tell you about all the 46 Michelin rated restaurants Or the array of outstanding dishes that'll have you coming back again and again. But Executive Chef Guillaume Rabin of Lake Nona Wave Hotel can sum it up better than me. Orlando has a world of artisans, so you can try incredible cuisines from across the globe. It's so true, and there's so much more. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at OrlandoForBusiness.com.
2: a few more games because like you've picked out some fantastic games here playoff final against Sheffield United uh I mean, nineteen ninety seven what a kid. day that was looking yep. to go one I,
4: yep. it's just a legendary day wish i could have been there wasn't there but um you know I just every every playoff final that I've I- experienced um uh I thought we were definitely gonna lose do you know what I mean <laughs> West Ham Watford and um, and Sheffield United. I, 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 it's just I just you, you just create that th- sort of thing in your head of like it's a bit like with England. That's why it's so annoying being a, a Palace and an England fan because they're sort of similar. You know that they've got it in them, but deep deep down, do they really believe? Are they ever gonna really win anything? That's why you see at uh, England games, you know, banners from tiny clubs, because that is their Champions League, uh, you know? Yeah. Of course, you don't see Arsenal and Liverpool fans, Man United, Man City fans. They've got actual things to win, <laughs> you know, in their everyday footballing lives. England is our Champions League. So if you're Palace is, and England, it's like, oh, God, for God's sake. So it was just so nice, even to win that silly, silly trophy that isn't a trophy, just to see it happen. Um, yeah. And to have such a spectacular goal made it makes it unforgettable.
2: Yeah, it was a great day. I'm just checking, Saji, But I thought Saji Burton might have been on the bench. He wasn't, unfortunately. No, I, no, he I think he gone, he'd gone. he gone to Peterborough by then. I no, I, he, I don't think he. I
4: oh no, he hadn't. No, he hadn't started. I don't think he. Did. No, it was. I think no. Yeah, I think you're right. Season. I think he played, he did play for us the full yeah.
2: season. Yeah. Um, yeah, playoff-wise, because I've been to see Palace in playoff finals. Uh, I went to that one, two. Either Leicester four, one? Four, maybe. In fact, including, including say, FA Cup, I've been to Wembley five times with Palace. I think I've only seen us lose twice. We That's are actually quite really good. Impressive. But we, but as a club, we are, I think, actually, when it comes what to... What are your three wins? Games. What are your three wins? Sheffield United, yeah. United, Watford, 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 Watford West, Ham. West Ham. at Cardiff, if that counts. And oh, then that oh Cardiff, okay. yeah. And okay, then, yeah, obviously, yeah. Watford and... Sorry, what? Oh, both both Watford, in the Watford semifinal. in the FA Cup, yeah. And I was Watford. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah actually yeah, yeah. recently, you know, when it comes to
3: finals slash Wembley, whatever,
2: we we're actually quite
3: good. Mm. Well, that Sheffield United Hopkins looking to curl one. It, the only thing it prevented was a glorious defeat on penalties. So I'm very glad it happened because yeah. our record on penalties we is terrible. We were never going to
4: win that, uh, Again, like right. England.
3: As David, <laughs> as David Tuttle walked up for the fourth penalty, no, we all would have just left probably. just to like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> My yeah. main memory from that day is, is Bruce Dyer's Adidas haircut. Do you guys remember that? Oh, oh no. my God, I'd forgotten about that. I, I'd actually forgotten about Bruce Dyer until
4: you said his <laughs> name. He was a proper little rude boy, wasn't he?
3: Well he's here tonight. He's here tonight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, I mean, got, sorry, Bob. No, no, I was just gonna say it's it's interesting looking back and deep, deep down, we must have known we were never gonna survive in in the Premier League or premiership as it was. You know, That yeah. season.
0: Yeah. Nah, we, nah, we
4: never looked strong enough. Uh, I think two 2004-5 hurt. M- more for me because I felt like we had a shout. Yeah. Um that said, was the when we got promoted with uh beating Sheffield United? Was that the season where they added another relegation place?
3: No, that, no, that was the was, previous uh, that, time.
4: That was was 94-95. That was, that
3: 90,
2: was off.
3: was the other time. That? It was still amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we finished like fourth from bottom of, like I know it's 42 teams in the league, but we finished with for, like 48 points or something. Yeah, mental. Yeah. After we'd walked the league, we should, that team should never have gone down, though. I said, Nigel Martin, Southgate, Coleman, Solarco, Chris Armstrong. That, that team should never have gone down.
4: That but. was the archetypal, they're too good to go down. Yeah. But yeah. It was literally, we were. We were literally <laughs> too good to go down. We had <laughs> enough points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They changed the whole system to make us go down. I was just, that's just ridiculous. But
3: yeah, to announce it the week before the final game as well is terrible, isn't it? Just just <laughs>
4: <laughs> imagine. Uh, man, yeah, that was yeah. that was a tough one.
3: Yeah, so yeah, castle, Sheffield
4: United—amazing, yeah. amazing day, amazing feeling, but um, not as special as as the Watford one because I just had a great feeling that this time was going to be different.
2: So you were more confident with the with the Watford.
4: Yeah because again though...
2: we were we were underdogs in the semis and and, yeah. and underdogs in the final.
4: Yeah. And I, I I thought we would definitely like I say I thought we'd lose all these games but I I was positive we'd lose against Watford because they had pulled off the most miraculous end to a game I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um against Leicester in the in the semi-final. Um and I went to the yeah, I went to our semi-final against um Brighton, uh, the the rubbish one, the first one <laughs> didn't didn't go to the amazing one, which we'll talk about in a bit. But um, yeah, so I just thought it was destined. It was destined for 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 Watford, and I was um by this stage I was in the business and I was shooting a a, a, a sitcom in Manchester, so I couldn't go to the game and I was very very angry, it, it, particularly angry because it was a bank holiday Monday. It's like, who works on a bank holiday? This was ridiculous. Like, normally there's no shooting on a weekend or a bank holiday Monday, but this was like a horrible lesson. And um, we were shooting this ridiculous scene that was um, <laughs> supposed to be at a dog fair, like a dog sort of craft fair type thing. So, had all these dogs, and um, we had all these marquees set up in a studio in Salford. And these massive lights beating down onto the marquees. And the reason that we didn't just shoot it in a park was because we'd shot the first half of this scene a couple of days before, and it was like you know sunny and dry in Manchester. And then, of course, as as Manchester likes to do, the heavens opened on the Monday, and it was so torrential. We had to sh- change and shoot it in this big warehouse of a studio, <laughs> and then. You know, I'm obviously I'm constantly checking up um updates and stuff. There was even at one point at half time I managed to um sn- I snuck out for a second and there was like this I don't know if you've ever been to Media City in Salford, but like at this stage there was like it's very new. At this stage they hadn't really built that much. So there's one bar there. Uh and it was not the type of bar that showed football, but they did have it on on one big screen. So uh, Half time, I managed to sort of sneak out and just have a peek, but there was no football happening. And I went back and I was just so tense and just so not into filming this fucking stupid show. And then the palace gods shone on me because even though it was pissing down outside, it started raining inside. And I just couldn't understand <laughs> what was going on. And I realized that these huge lights that they had in there were so hot. That they tripped the um, sprinklers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and the sprinkler system came on and flooded the studio. Wow. And th- at that point, they were like, we just have to call it a day. And I was like, really? I was just like, <laughs> ran out of there, ran into this bar, um, this really non football bar with non football people in it, and just sat and, and, and watched on this big screen, like so tense, tense, tense. And then we got the penalty. And um, I'll never forget it. Phillips scored. And I ran out of this bar into this big square in Salf- in uh, Media City, Salford, and I'm just screaming and it was <laughs> torrential rain. It was completely soaked. And it was like this, like, Shawshank redemption <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, you know? <laughs> was magical. And I just thought, I can't believe this is happening. And, and I'm never going back. I really remember thinking that. I'm never going back to that fucking championship. And then you know, once I calmed down and the season began, the Premier League, that inaugural season, that we're, and we're still there now. I really remember thinking, you know what? Much love to all the teams in the Championship. I'm going to make sure like keep an, keep one eye on it, see how everyone's doing. How's that going? Uh, see what the scores are. <laughs> within within about three months, I didn't even know who was in the fucking Championship, and <laughs> never have since. I just I have no relationship with it whatsoever. I just never want to go back there.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. And unlike your daughters who are desperate for it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously, work, working in
2: showbiz, and obviously I guess from kind of that, you must have come across a lot of people who are Palace fans yeah. or Palace footballers. You must have sort of mingled with a lot of a lot of palace, there's quite a lot of palace people in showbiz, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, it's weird. It's it's honestly strange,
4: especially within comedy as well, because obviously I started as a, as a stand-up. And very early on, I, I met all these, uh, yourself included, but I met, I met all these, you know, palace-supporting comedians. So uh, Sean Hughes, um, um, Neil Morrissey, uh, Joe Brand, Holly Walsh, Carly Smallman, Eddie Izzard. And it was, it it, it was getting weird, you know, <laughs> um, James Gill, uh, Brett Vincent, uh, Mark Steele and his son, Elliot Steele. There's more than a football team and, of <laughs> us. There's like 20 of us. And then, you know, get into the acting world and it was really no different, man. Like I'm, I was on law and order, uh, working with, um, Peter Davidson of doctor who fame, uh, on the uh night of the uh second leg of the the, the Brighton playoff. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and he had it on his um his little transistor radio, like we were living in the eighties or something. And I just when I realized he was, I was like, "Oh, you listen to football? What's happening? What's happening?" And he told me, and I was like, oh, "I'm actually a Palace fan, so this is like really intense for me." And he goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Palace as well." Like, what? So we like huddled around this, this radio, which is why uh, you know I wanted to mention that game because obviously it's iconic with the Wilf's goal yeah. and celebration. You know, um, I love it when a celebration is that perfect, don't you? Mm, yeah, where it's like it's not planned, but it looks like perfect the sort of swimming on the on on, yeah. on on the chest, Klinsmann style, and the way his body sort of arced up so he could see the fans in front of the fans. It's just such a perfect, yeah. perfect goal uh, against, you know, a, a, a huge enemy of, of the club. And, and he was such a thorn in their side and, and and still is. And, yeah, I just always remember
2: bizarrely sharing that moment in audio form only with... You know, you know what? This <laughs> is Doctor so funny. <laughs> so you brought yeah. this story, but yeah, we've talked to you. Brought this story back uh, full circle, twofold there, because firstly, uh, Wilf was cradled by Aaron Wilberham uh, yeah. uh, while scoring that goal yes. last week's guest, and also Peter Davidson is the second cousin, I believe, of uh, FYP regular panelist Rob Sutherland. Really? What? Yeah, I never knew that. So but there you go. I, I'm enjoying it. That's great. <laughs> there you go. Everything, uh, everything ties up, and it all comes back to FYP uh, in one way or another. Um, um,
4: that yeah. All game, the players man. I've met, all the players as well. Um, that's just that's just honestly that's just a perk of of the job, really.
2: Who's but, the yeah. best player? Who's your favourite player that
4: you've met? Um, probably like the most sort of friendliest and outgoing, and and someone you feel like you could chat to for ages is
2: Joel Ward. Come on. I'm so glad you said that.
3: Come on. Love
4: him. (laughs) Genuinely lovely, open man. And I I get why some of them are standoffish. I think it must be really hard Mm. to be like... It's such a specific type of fame, isn't it? Because you're not like... George Clooney, but you kind of are as well, whether yeah, you want certain, it or not. To certain
2: people, to yeah.
4: certain people, yeah. So I imagine it must—it must be easier a lot of the time to be more sort of closed, closed off, or or whatnot.
3: I've never really uh, thought Joel, about it like that. Joel like Ward you,
4: is just the loveliest man. Yeah, you
3: would never know. Like they using Joe Ward as an example. Like he's, you know, he's middling, but he's a Premier League footballer, and he's been for ten years. But he could go by his normal day without any interactions whatsoever. But on another day, he could walk by like 20 Palace fans and be interrupted and
4: won't leave throughout his
3: day. Yeah. yeah. And only it, 15 of them would be Jim. So absolutely.
4: yeah, <laughs> it, it, re- it, re- it could go either way for, for someone like him. And then obviously there's players who sort of transcend the sport with, with that level of fame for one reason or another, Pro- probably who they play for or, you know, they're big international players or whatever. Um, but yeah, he exists in that sweet spot, I think. Yeah, making that money, do you know what I mean? But he's still have a private life, family yeah. and stuff. I mean, I shot a thing with him where I had him playing a greengrocer. Yeah, we were going to ask, we were him. Gonna gonna ask like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so unrecognizable, even right there in 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 you know the very. Did you do closest, that? Was it was it Surrey Street? You did that on Surrey Street Market. So <laughs> you know we're in the world of Palace, and he was so like. He just looked so much just like a greengrocer that people kept trying to buy stuff off of him. And in the end, the owner of the store we were shooting on gave him some change so that he could just so it wouldn't take long. He could just like sell and, and bag stuff up, and he he just did it. Not, not a word. Some of
2: really those people were like, "I think I've just bought some tomatoes." My guy who looks like your ward. <laughs> looks a lot yeah. like Joe ward.
4: Yeah. Like yeah. Obviously, can't be. I mean, he's got his apron and he gave me real change.
3: And you also had Mark gazed up in traffic.
4: Yes, uh, and uh, and he would be up there as well as as one of the nicest players uh, I've ever met um, from Palace. Just a, a, a gorgeous, gentle, lovely individual, and um, also made me ve- feel very old when he said, "Ah, oh, I grew up watching you on the Four O'clock Club." <laughs> and I was just like, "What? That makes, but that makes no sense." And then I realised I look at players as yeah. my Adult. superiors. You know I mean, they're like these yeah. big men. Yeah. Who hold carry all my dreams? They're gonna make me happy. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, like he's, your dad would. Do you know and he's, what I mean?
3: he's he's twenty one. <laughs>
4: he's he's a child. i have yeah. put my hopes on
3: children. He was born in this millennium. He yeah. was born in the year two thousand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's just
4: mental. Uh, Eze is also lovely. Mm. Um, in ter- in terms of legends, uh, you know, o- o- older players. Um, Andy Johnson, I played with in a couple of charity matches. Very sweet guy. Clinton Morrison. As you can imagine, talk yeah. can talk for for England or Ireland, I suppose. Yeah. Um, via his grandma, um, yeah. Mark 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 Bright is very very funny. I'm surprised he doesn't do more punditry. Um, you get a lot of like sort of his kind of era or like just after it, like people like Dion Dublin, Dion Dublin. We think yeah. think they're hilarious. And just, yeah. I, I really. You know, um, always the same joke. So if I tried that now, i will pull my hamstring. <laughs> <sighs> um, Mark Bright is actually a genuinely funny man. Um, I uh, I spilt a glass of champagne on on a table next to him uh, at an event once, and um, sort of just tr- tried to to mask it. And when he came over to say hello later, he was like, oh, it must have been really embarrassing when you knocked over that champagne. <laughs> it's, it's cool the way you tried to mask it, but everyone saw it. <laughs> everyone, everyone thinks you're a dick now, but from, don't worry about it.
3: And, and from, one of those, <laughs> from one of those people who you looked at as like a hero as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no. Quality. <laughs> it's the way you did it was brilliant.
4: Um, but yeah, I've, I've been really fortunate to meet so many of, of my heroes,
3: you know. Have you met Patrick Vieira? Yes, a few times. As lovely a man as all would think he would be? So so strange because he's genuinely
4: terrifying when he needs to be. So I I just don't understand how you have that switch, but I guess that comes out in the passion of the game. The size of the man is is incredibly overbearing. And he's, yeah, as gentle as a teddy bear, softly spoken, good sense of humour, great understanding of of characters. I think he's as good clearly as good a man manager as he is um tactically in terms of what he's trying to do. He managed to get Palace to string first time passes together. <laughs> the first, I remember the first time I watched uh Vieira side the Palace side. I can't remember who we were playing but I I'd, I'd not seen us roll the ball out from the keeper and then knock it around at 18 yard. I was shitting myself. <laughs> You know, shitting myself, because, you know, anytime we've tried to do that, we've been, we've been shot. In the, and it, it was just like, after about 10 minutes, it was like, it wasn't just me. There's people around me. I was in the main stand. People around me going, huh? This is, this is kind of like, is it me? Is, is this good? This is good. Is this good?
3: <laughs> this is what you see it other was see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so weird. I was like watching sci-fi. Don't worry, I think I've got a measure of when it's going to be completely accepted by Palace fans because there's still a guy about four rows behind me in D and the Just there. over it. Yeah, he's he's getting later every game. We've just
5: fucking get rid of it.
3: it <laughs> like, when Vieira first started, it was like the first five minutes. Now I think one time this season we've got actually into second half before he's actually had to. Kind of away, away, get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere, anywhere <laughs> will do. Yeah, but that never—that yeah, never, he, that he, never he's, leaves my measure. he's my measure.
2: That never leaves. Any, it goes back to that anxiety thing. It doesn't really leave any of us, really, does it? We still yeah. think it, even if we don't vocalize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that jeopardy,
3: I guess. Yeah, yeah. One um, day, we one day we will kick it in our own net, though. Yeah, it, One yeah. Day it's going to happen. Someone it's
2: it's, will, it's someone coming. coming. It's coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's very palace to do
7: that. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early.
1: This summer, go to the movies. projected on the side of a mountain. Discover a new favorite restaurant. Your campsite. Find yourself when you lose your signal. Discover a new playlist. Mother Nature. Make your summer special at the Kia Summer Sales Event with a dependable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call
5: 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event ends 7523.
2: Um, ben, we've we got to let you go soon because I've realised we have taken up uh, yeah. a lot we of got your time. Through, we got through some of the games. We got I through some. I was going to just really quickly name a couple of the others just so people can...
4: Okay, w- I w- chose your list. Um, the 3-0 against Arsenal with the Kawhi yeah. goal. Classic. Well, you know, we, we we were just purring. Uh, and yeah. we, we, you know, playing Arsenal, that was, that was the first time ever in my life. I thought, <laughs> yeah, playing Arsenal, I reckon, I reckon yeah. we'll probably beat them. Yeah. I didn't think we'd batter them like we did I mean it was absolute I should have put Tottenham on there the Tottenham 3-0 as well I don't don't oh, think yeah. I've seen us play better ever
3: Edwards yeah. two goals that Edward. last season yeah. absolutely
4: yeah. unreal like just destroying teams that we never ever beat yeah. uh, you know London derbies in, in, in particular that's why Chelsea game on there not really for Palace though it shouldn't be on the list I just love John Terry scoring no goal.
3: Is, that's the <sighs> one fantastic. I wanted to ask you about so satisfying think, yeah Come
4: on. Uh, you know, I, I was one of the people who never let, um, you know, him uh, calling uh, R- 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 Rio Ferdinand's brother, who I've briefly forgotten the first name. Anton. Anton, a black capital. I will never, ever, ever forgive him for that. I just don't think yeah. there's any way you can just go, oh, you know, it's just a pitch, you know, things are said, it's a bit of banter. It's like, if you're black and you're from London you know there's certain things you know like i just never ever said in jest yeah yeah, yeah. and that one isn't which is interesting because <laughs> is also a word that if you are any color of londoner can be quite a friendly yeah as yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's> a lovely <laughs> <laughs> lovely <Yeah>. bunch of <laughs> <laughs> um but some for some reason we all know black white asian we all know those two words together yeah. It's never it's never funny. It can never be uh, accidentally spilled out. And I never forgave the man for that.
3: Wasn't his defence so, that he was trying to clarify what the allegation <laughs> was or something absolutely awful? Yeah, I think and, he said, it's not like I called you a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. It was something yeah. like that. I was like, mate,
4: you know. So, like, anything bad that would happen to John Terry after that, I used to... And, read and it. for
3: many people, he was already... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was already one of those figures that you either loved or hated him and then that just kind of rammed it home really in terms of what yeah. sort of history you really need to be on. And... Yeah.
4: Who could forget the, the, the Craig Bellamy post-match interview? Oh, incredible. Isn't that one of the greatest bits of just brutal honesty you've seen in football yeah. I don't, ever?
2: That, I don't really remember that. The
3: rings a bell. He, he just
4: suddenly said, like, well, we all know what kind of a man John Terry is. It was oh. after
3: the game that Wayne Bridge didn't shake his hand. Oh, right.
4: Game. okay, And it was just so raw and uh, like yeah. even the interviewers, was like i mean i wasn't actually expecting you to <laughs> say anything say
0: it, yeah
3: <laughs> it was, i think it was jeff shreves and he was like what you actually gave an answer so yeah
2: that was that, satisfying that brings me back to something i want to say from what you said earlier actually because you're right i think someone saying that particular phrase i think that is a mass a mass slipping moment i think where, yeah, they, exactly. where they let out their true personality exactly. um and obviously it's probably one of those unspoken things in football of what a horrible individual John Terry is. And obviously Bellamy's let, everyone knows it. And Bellamy's again, like Pete behind the curtain. But you're going back earlier about saying the difference between going to QPR in the late 80s and then Palace in the the 90s. And a lot of that racist negativity not being there. It's not something I've ever really seen back Palace, I know I'm a straight middle class white guy, but like, no, it doesn't seem no. to be something that is associated with Palace as much as it might be other clubs. No,
4: I, I completely agree. And like I say, the last time I saw it and, and we were actually there was not at Sohers Park. It was a, it was again at Loftus Road and it was white Palace fans getting the attention of the stewards, reporting it, like trying to get pictures of the guys you know, um, and I just thought that's who we are. And, and and you think about proud and palace, and you know we've had lay, I would say lazy chants, misogynistic, lazy chants that still exist all over the the country that um, we've started to put to beds. You know, or lazily homophobic. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the chant we used to sing about Brighton that we just don't sing anymore, and we just sort of ex- it's just sort of this thing that just goes round the ground, like just like actually no, we're bit be- we're a bit better than that.
3: New generation um, coming through, yeah.
4: And the uh, kids don't get it. They're like, "What are you talking about? Mm. You can't yeah. say that."
3: Yeah,
4: um, which is which is good for us, and of course the, the the players as well. You know, everyone's on on board with that stuff now. Um, and it's just always had that feel. Not uh, and and yet it's not Fulham. Do you know what I mean it's not so friendly that you're just yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what? Just have three points. We <laughs> just we just really like you guys. You're lovely. You're Welcome. Any <laughs> to come over to our cottage. It's not that. It's still, there's still it just enough edge for it to feel like, I mean, there's games, even this season, where I feel like we've just willed the ball into the net.
3: Yeah, from defeat, from, from being behind, coming yeah, back. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I know there's going to be a reaction, which we yeah. obviously haven't seen away from home. And you have to put that partly down to the atmosphere. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Psychological.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and actually the Forest game of the weekend, Forest fans were superb, actually. So there you go, yeah. Probably they played. They really it. were. Um, mm. Ben, it's been an absolute legend having you uh, back on. Being a legend, sorry. It's been an absolute pleasure having you back on. Thank you so much for giving your time and chatting through your Palace memories and your matches. It's just been great to catch up with you again.
4: Yeah, great. Good to see you, man. Hope the family's well. And uh, yeah.
2: See you soon, Take mate. Care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> There you go. That was Ben Bailey-Smith, a.k.a. Doc Brown, on the FYP podcast this week, sponsored by Eternity Home Finance Uh, for a free consultation on anything to do with mortgages. Hang on, let me do that again. Uh, For a free consultation on anything to do with mortgages and property portfolios or help with mitigating against rising interest rates, email info at eternityhomefinance.com and quote the code FYP. Uh, Jack,
3: what a great chat that was uh, with Ben. What a top man. Anytime you're talking about your favourite Palace matches, your favourite Palace kits, your favourite Palace players, yeah, it's just it's just great. Kind of forgot we were recording halfway through, really, but yeah, yeah, lovely lovely guy, and again, so thankful for his time this afternoon. Um, And yeah, um, hopefully everyone everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, we filled filled the Palace hole. Yeah, filled the Palace hole that that we're all experiencing at the moment because of the World Cup, so, yeah. Yeah,
2: well, we should say as well, if, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard the Aaron Wilbraham one from last week, then do go and check that... Pardon me? Do go and check that out as well because that was obviously uh, lots of fun as well and a very, a very different angle, but as fun from a Palace kind of perspective as well. So uh, And we've had some good feedback so far from people, haven't we, with these interviews? So uh, yeah. maybe something that... Um, a post-season or other winter breaks, so maybe we should do again, actually, because they're really fun to record
3: and hopefully they're as fun to listen to. Hopefully. And, and just thinking about it, as you said that, we've had the player, we've had a fan, the next guest is, a spoiler alert, also a fan, Yeah, but may also come at things from a slightly different angle as well.
2: Very true. Very true.
3: Yeah. How, we didn't even, didn't even plan that. Nah,
2: That's just, just pure luck. Pure luck. So yeah. again, the patrons know who our next interview is. It won't be for another couple of weeks. And in between, we're going to maybe do a... World Cup episode and a few fillers before that one goes out. Um, But we will have another special guest interview. The patrons know who it is uh, because I've already asked them for questions. But if you're on the public feed, you'll find out when we drop the episode in a few weeks time. But that's it. Um, Hopefully everyone's enjoying the World
3: Cup. uh, And that's it, I think. Anything else to say, Jack, before we wrap up? We don't know what the result of the England-USA game will be. By the time this no. drops, this will have played. Uh, th- that game will have played. So either, well, it's coming home or oh, they've really got to turn up against Wales. Nicely done. That was really disappointing. Or that was yeah. brilliant. <laughs> One or the other. Delete is applicable. We should that pa- applicable. Well, you do that for just the Palace main yeah. pod each week. and Podcast just... by numbers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Many people have said that about this episode. This podcast. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate you you joining me. Thanks to Ben as well. And thanks to everyone for listening and your continued support. We'll see you again uh, next week on the FYP podcast. Until then, goodbye.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.